hello and good morning it is tuesday morning it's 7 37 and it's so funny because i was supposed to get up at like 5 a.m to go to the gym and i was so tired last night that i fell asleep before setting my alarm so i woke up at 7 28 i'm supposed to be at work at 10 so thank god that i woke up at 7 30 so now i still have plenty of time to get to work on time and i'm not going to be late i woke up before my alarm like i woke up at 7 28 um which is perfect enough which is enough time to you know get up and not worry about being late to work so i'm really happy that i woke up in time even without my alarm that's something but god so thank you god for that <laughs> um but yeah i hope you guys are having an excellent an amazing morning so far um i just wanted to jump on and um talk about african-american culture <laughs> i know it's a heavy topic but man we're gonna make it fun it's gonna be a fun episode um so welcome to the first taco about it tuesday i am so hyped about that i know i don't sound like it but it's just woke up so bear with me um there might be some stuttering going on because it's so early in the morning and your girl has not had had C has not had any coffee, so this is me completely unfiltered, no coffee, no nothing. We're just going to dive right into it. So I'm going to give you guys a little background about me. I am a project baby, and I am so proud of that. <laughs> um, I was raised in Tampa Park. That's where my roots came from. That's where I spent my childhood. My grand my father is from there. Um, and you know, that's where I was raised. So if you know about Tampa Park, um, some of you may know, some of you may not, but it's literally the pink apartments that are right before Ybor City. Um, that's where I was raised. And um, that was my home. And they're actually tearing those down. They've actually started and a lot of them are already gone. Um, they basically had all the people that were living there move out, move far out to like Apollo Beach and Riverview and Brandon, which is such BS. Um, don't get me started on how I feel about that because that was my home and like to see it being torn down is just, you know, kind of devastating. But anywho, um, I have so many amazing memories there. My grandmother, um, Gloria, she was just an incredible woman, like when I think of her, I, I'm getting, sorry, I'm about to get emotional, just, you know, talking about her, like, she just, she was my everything, and I was her everything, and, um, you know, she was just, we were everything to each other, and she just looked out for me, and she was my best friend, and just, sorry, guys, um, just the way that she loved me is a love that I pray that everybody gets in their lifetime because it was such a special kind of love and it was a bond that even now that she's in heaven that I know still isn't broken like she's with me every day I feel her with me every day um and there's so much of her in me that I've just now realized at age 29 um that she just she had such an impact on my life and the word impact is so powerful and she just left her mark on me and so I say all this to say that you know I get so fired up when I hear people use the words ghetto or ratchet because it's like no 
those are so those are such derogatory words to say about african-american culture our culture is beautiful and i'm gonna be real honest with you real transparent i'm not ghetto and so i'm just gonna pull up that word on google really quick and explain what that word means so ghetto is defined as a poor urban area occupied primarily by a minority group or groups so when i said that a project baby you know people who aren't aware of what the word ghetto means might call might say that i was raised in the ghetto that's offensive that's offensive to me because i wasn't So let's look up what the word project means. All right, bear with me. I'm just typing this out. Give me a project, chick. <laughs> what y'all know about that song? <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, focus. So, project. Um, we're going to go with neighborhood sorry while we wait for my computer to stop being weird <laughs> um, so yeah I call I refer to myself as a project baby because that is something that one of my uncles said to me and I just think it's so funny and it just reminds me of like my childhood and it makes me feel good like I don't know why it just puts a smile on my face and my uncle and I like make light of it he's one of my favorite people in the entire world so when he says that to me I just laugh and I think of the Lil Wayne song project uh beep <laughs> not gonna say that word it's too early in the morning and it's very derogatory so yeah um I am a project baby and the thing about it is that when you like let's talk about the movie The Blind Side um I can use that as a reference so he was raised in the projects and he was able to make it out and become somebody. So let me just say this. Desiree Cole is a project baby that made it out. That made it out and is the first granddaughter, the first niece, and the first female in both on both sides of her family to get, um, I'm sorry, not on both sides, but on my, on the side I was just talking about. I'm the first to go to college, the first to get a master's master's degree, the first to get a bachelor's, the first to finish, you know, not finish high school, but the first to get a bachelor's and a master's. And I say that in the most humbling way because I want African-Americans to understand that we don't have to be part of the cycle, that we can go out and be things that people don't expect us to be. One thing about me personally, I love proving people wrong. I love when I hear people call me ghetto and I, and I step back and I'm like, listen to me, I have three college degrees. Your girl is a little hood. I got some hood in me. I'm not ghetto. So let's stop using those derogatory words when we're talking about African-American culture. It is offensive. We don't we don't call African-Americans ghetto. You can call them hood because I'm hood and I own it. 
I love it. I love that about me. I am finally tapping into that side of me. And man, I love it here. (laughs) So I just want people to understand that our culture is beautiful. Our music, our fashion, everything about African-American culture is beautiful. So to my sisters and brothers, on the days that you feel like this society and this world is too much, I want you to listen to this episode. And I want you to remember that we are stronger together, the black community, we, the African-American community. We are stronger together. So let's rally together. Let's support each other. Let's lift each other up. Because we can always make it out the projects. Always. The project life does not. And the thing is, is like, it, it is what you make of it. I had an incredible childhood. I never went without anything. And I'm sorry not to toot my horn, but I was the best dressed child ever. Thank you, Grandma. <laughs> and my family, they are the greatest people in this world. And let me tell you why. I come from a very multicultural family. We got some black, we got, we're black. We got some Filipino, we got some Puerto Rican, we got some Indian. And guess what? We got some um, some white. And guess what? My family sees no color. And that is why I am so incredibly special. It's because my family taught me that color means nothing. That it's what's inside your heart. And that's what makes me such a phenomenal human is because my family instilled that in me at such a young age that we see no color that it's not about the color of your skin it's not about the clothes you wear it's not about the car you drive it's about what's inside your heart and that cannot not everybody has that that is special and I am so proud to be Desiree Arnett Cole because I had that kind of heart where I don't see color so thank you to my family for just raising me right for being hood because I think we are so damn funny and we have so much fun and all you got to do is come hang out with us my family is the best and I am just so proud to be a part of the African-American community and so I love being black I love everything about it I love our music I love going out in the club and hearing our music, you know, and I'm just going to tell you a quick little story. Um, I went out Saturday night, um, this past Saturday, and it was raining and I was like, your girl is going, rain or shine, I don't give a F, I'm going to this club. So we go and um, I wanted to go to a very specific club in St. downtown St. Pete and um, of course the line was out of this world and we were just like, F this, we're not winning this line. Um, we'll just try again another time so we ended up so we ended up going to a bar at first we were just kind of like sitting down and um that was that was a vibe but um your girl loves to dance so I was like I gotta go hear my music and like get turned and have a good time so I took my friends to my favorite club one of my favorite clubs in downtown St. Pete called 261st and um that if you know me personally you know that is my spot like every time we go downtown I'm like guys we'll be in McDittons and I'm like nah we gotta go to 260 first let's go and I'm like the hype girl I'm like let's go to 260 so we go there and 
I kid you not, I danced from the moment I walked in there to the moment we left. But there was one specific moment where I, where my heart just was bursting with pride and just love and admiration for the black community. And it's when the DJ played, um, hold on, let me pull up the song. I just forgot the name of it. I know it's my fat man scoop, but if you see my Facebook picture, my caption says, um, when the DJ plays this song, I'm just going to pull up the name because I just forgot. Guys, I told y'all. It's 7.50. Your girl is still tired, low-key, and hasn't had any coffee or anything. But I wanted, you, I wanted to do this episode because I'm so passionate about it. So it's the first thing that I did when I um, got up this morning, obviously. So let me just pull it up. My computer's still being a weirdo, but um, bear with me. Give me a project chick. Give me a hood rat. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so my caption says When the DJ plays Be Faithful by Fat Man Scoop, that is just when I heard that beat drop, I have never felt so happy in my entire life. And I think it's because one, like it's just a get hype song. It just makes you makes you feel good. And one of my favorite movies in this and in this entire world um, is Save the Last Dance. And whenever I hear that song, I think of that movie and I, and my love for dancing. And I just love that movie so much. Probably gonna watch it tonight. <laughs> I actually started um, trying to start watching The Blind Side last night, but I had so many other things I wanted to do that I um, didn't watch it, which I've seen it a million times, but. You know, one thing about Desiree, I will watch a movie over and over and over and over again if I love it. Like right now, I'm watching Gilmore Girls for like the millionth time. And my family's always like, why are you always watching this? And I'm like, listen, my grandma and I used to watch the show together. It has sentimental value. Get off my case. This is why I watch it all the time because it's a comfort thing. And, you know, I, it's, I feel her with me when I watch it. You know, simple as that. I don't care what anybody says about it. I'm going to rewatch it. I'm going to rewatch that. I'm going to rewatch Stepmom because that's another movie her and I used to watch. Um, but yeah, my grandmother, I could talk about her all day. She, I wish, I just remember nothing but amazing memories with her. Like, I remember her. There was one day, um, I had to be like six or seven. And um, I was with her, like I said, I was with her all the time. So I was with her for the day, probably like the week because she just kept me because I was literally hers is what she used to say. Um, So I was with her and I remember she said to me, Desi, we're going to ride the city bus today. And I'm like, what? Okay. And as a little girl, you know, you're excited and you're like hyped so we literally got on and my grandmother had a car like so that's why I was like what we're gonna do what grandma and so we're sitting on the bus and we're literally riding the bus around Tampa and um I remember her I remember asking her grandma you know why are we taking the bus and she told me she looked over to me and she said because I want you to experience this because you never will you'll never have to ride a bus but I want you to at least experience it so you know what it feels like. And I'm just like, okay, (laughs) you know, little girl, you don't understand. And now when I look back on some of the lessons that she taught me, I see why she did. You know, she knew that I was gonna be great. 
she knew that I was going to make something of my life. She knew that greatness was in me and she instilled it in me. And she told me when I was a little girl, you're going to, you're going to write a book and I'm going to buy every copy that you make. Every, the store is going to be empty because I'm going to go in there and buy every copy. And that's because as a little girl, I had notebooks and notebooks and notebooks. I used to love to write and draw and, you know, just be creative. And like, I'm tapping back into that now in my, at this age, but she just believed in me and, you know, and I believed in her and she never treated me like I was a child. She treated me like I was a person. She made me feel heard. She, she validated my feelings. She cheered for me when I was sad she comforted me and she just always reminded me who I am and she would tell me all the time you are Desiree Arnett Cole you are powerful you are strong you're gonna be somebody in this life and you don't let anybody tell you otherwise and I just you know I'm getting emotional again because she just you know um, just the reason why I get so emotional is because unfortunately, um, I didn't want to like tap into this because it's a little heavy, but I'm going to say it. Um, when I was 16 years old and I was in high school, we actually lost her. And, um, I remember that day very vividly, detail by detail, every single moment of it. I remember the car ride with my dad, with my father, um, on the way to the hospital. And I remember asking him, you know, how was she doing? And you know his reaction to me just told me everything and you know as a 16 year old I was in the car trying to prepare myself you know to say goodbye and um you know the the special moment and the moment that really that really reminded me of how much she loved me is the fact that she waited until I got to the hospital so, sorry guys, um, so when I got to the hospital, you know, I got to hold her hand and I got to see her face one last time and I, um, I got a chance to say goodbye to her, but, um, you know, I used to say all the time, like, when I would write, you know, I would write things for her on her birthday. I mean, her birthday is uh, Halloween. And um, she, like, loved all things spooky, which is so funny to me. Like, we would watch Chucky. Like, she'd be watching Chucky when I was, like, seven. <laughs> and um, she, the fact that she just held on for me, like, I just, every time I think about her, I get the biggest smile on my face because she was just phenomenal in every way beautiful strong funny the best cook in this world I don't care what anybody says she's the best cook in this world um and she loved her family and she loved God and she would tell me all the time you know stop worrying so much girl you'll worry yourself to death I'm like grandma stop saying that but she was right and um I finally like stopped worrying and um she just instilled in me at a very young age to follow God um we would go to church together and she well she, I'm sorry she would take me every Sunday because like I said she had me all the time and believe me baby I was dressed from head to toe best dressed child in church thank you grandma and um she would have a bag like her purse would be full of soda and candy and I'm sitting there with my check soda and my chips you know in church 
and um you know that church is actually still standing um mount mariah church right in front of tampa park um is the church that i I attended as a young young child and i was in the choir and um i just i loved it i used to go to sunday school just incredible um but yeah she instilled in me at a very young age to love god and that is where i think that's also where my love for him comes from it's just from the fact that you know she instilled that in me and so um you know, I want to wrap this up because we're 20, about 20 minutes in. And I don't want to take up too much more of your time. But yeah, please don't say the word ghetto or ratchet um, when you're referring to black culture. And to my sisters and brothers in the black community, let's let's do better. Let's cheer up. Let's, I'm sorry. Words, guys. It's so early. Let's cheer each other on. Let's celebrate each other. Let's lift each other up. You know, we want this world to be better and believe me. We are special. So I just want you guys to remember that every time, anytime you feel like society is trying to get you down, understand that we are black. We are part of the African-American community. We are hood. We are funny. We are passionate. And we are good people. And I don't give a damn what society says about us. We are not ghetto. We are not ratchet. And we are not bad people. So we're going to wrap up this Taco About It Tuesday. I hope you guys were like actually eating a taco at some point today. I, I don't know if I am. We'll see. I don't know. Whatever. Anywho, have a blessed day. I love you all. And I will see you tomorrow for Wine Down Wednesday. I will definitely be participating in that. All right. Bye.